0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday was the uh, much anticipated uh, meeting finally uh, between Hamilton Bulldogs owner Michael Andlar and Hamilton City Council. Uh, Mr. Andlar appeared before council with a uh, a plan about what he would like to see uh, up at Lime Ridge Mall. That's the proposed place for an arena and some other commercial development that might be going on there. Uh, well, we want to bring Michael onto the program, and, and, and I'm going to give you an opportunity, by the way, later on to, to weigh in on this. Uh, first of all, uh, Michael, on a very busy day, I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for coming on the program today. My pleasure, Bill. Can I? Is this, there's a lot more information and a lot of misinformation that seems to be spiraling around this whole subject here. Uh, and I just want to get some clarity for some people that are making some posts on social media. Uh, you've been on this program many times, tried to explain your situation and your perspective on this. Uh, this at no time have you ever said I want the city to build an arena for me with their money.
1: No, no. I, I just I've always said the status quo wasn't wasn't in the best interest of everybody, whether it be our our fans uh entertainment fans that go to to see concerts uh, with uh you know with the with the issues that First Ontario Center has uh and uh and what is costing the taxpayers to maintain First Ontario Center today so i think there's an opportunity to to do something collaboratively in a public private sector that would uh that would be- benefit everybody that, that was my uh that was my uh that was my ask
0: and and again, to to, to clarify uh, another point that seems to be getting hammered around here, this is not an 11th hour application. You've been talking to the city about this for years.
1: Well, yeah, and I and I, I, we talked about it for about three hours at council yesterday. That was uh, that was a new experience for me. I've never been involved in politics and uh, in, in any sort, and and it was uh, it was quite uh, enlightening and and. Uh, Let's put it this way. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm a businessman and not a politician. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a different <laughs> it's a different world, it's Michael. Different when you world. walk
0: through those doors at City Hall, I think I could have warned you, or forewarned is <laughs> forearmed about stuff like this. But you did. You no, did. No, I was,
1: Go ahead. It was it was enlightening. I mean, it was it was. And I and I and I understand the process, and and I, uh, I respect it uh, after after what I saw yesterday. But it was uh, it's extremely. Uh, it gets pretty contentious and acrimonious and that's the last thing I ever wanted. I've, I've, you know, I've been, as I said, I've been a partner with the city, you know, by, by keeping the lights on at first Ontario center for 15 years and I've never asked for anything. And I've tried to be, you know, part of the community and, and, uh, uh, positive and a dif- hopefully a difference maker um, in, in a positive way, and, and, I, and I never ever wanted this to be any c- contentious in any way, shape, or form. So, but I think I think after three hours, I think you know I got to meet councilors for the first time uh, yesterday, uh, even after 15 years. So it was a, it was uh, it was good. It was it was a good education, even for myself for sure.
0: There's a lot of stuff going back and forth, and uh, some half truths uh, to try to substantiate some points of view. Uh did you get the impression Michael that the council was at least open to listening to this and, and considering this as an option?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I guess I guess after they had in camera deliberation, I got I found out last night that they that they that they, they they put a motion through to to have staff look into it. So that's uh uh that's step 1, I guess, uh in in the process. Uh to me it's the thing that really uh, it was a head scratcher. Maybe because I'm I'm a businessman and I I, I look at things as pragmatic and uh, and sometimes with numbers in mind and and I, I'm try I try to be I try to be uh, uh, con- conscientious of, of of you know all parties uh, and the thing that that to me I looked at is as you know as a from a, from a taxpayer standpoint what what does it mean uh, and I think that's and I and I get. I get the impression that sometimes people go, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to spend, you know, we're going to spend money for something, you know, shiny and new that's going to be, you know, give civic pride and, 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 uh, and continue to keep entertainment and, and, uh, uh, and hockey in Hamilton. Um, Oh God, it's going to cost money, but what they don't, what they don't look at is how much money is actually saving today today the city uh, um subsidizes you know 1.75 million dollars to manage 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 manager 1.2 million dollars in in hydro costs uh never mind you know fixing uh elevators or everything that that goes wrong in that place it's it's on it's over three million dollars a year it used to be even more before when they used to run it themselves but that's that's money that's that tomorrow is that they're never going to have to spend it, it. You know that's taxpayers' money that they don't have to spend anymore going forward. There's there's a whole bunch of opportunity. It's not just a one-time cost. It's the, you know, and there's a one-time cost. But then how much money are you saving? And, and 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 you know less less all the other things. And at the end of the day, I, I try to be conscientious to to look at it from the standpoint that it's it's not going to cost taxpayers more money than it, it presently is today uh and if anything, you know, and I try to put my money where my mouth is and put my own contribution in um you know for my own reasons my own you know and it's it's uh, it's not it's not you know I, I'm involved in this in this community not from a business standpoint I make my money elsewhere I just love what i do and i love i love the positive contribution that it does the difference it makes to the city with respect to whether it be the foundation. Uh, or whether it's you know it's a feel good thing for me. So
0: well, you have made yeah. a significant contribution both from an athletic standpoint, but certainly from a charitable standpoint too, with the foundation. But I guess you know there were not a lot of numbers going back and forth, and I know that during the conversation, at least one of the councilors said, "Look, at, uh, the first Ontario Centre as it stands right now brings in about two million dollars annually from some of the larger names, uh, and I don't want people to get the impression for one second that it's a money making operation because it's not." As you just mentioned, it's costing the city three million dollars annually just to turn the lights on and put stuff on in there. So we're right off the bat, we're in the hole. And and I know that you've done some projections and you've got some some information that suggests if they try to stay there in First Ontario Center, the maintenance costs and the fix-up costs are probably over the next kind of number of years going to amount to more than what the arena would co- a new arena would cost.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. And and the council said that, I think, you know, just to clarify, you're right. You, 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 Acts bring in, bring in money. And I think it was he was trying to make a point that the fact that the Bulldogs don't make us make the city any money, it's a break even at best. The reality is, is that when you need an anchor tenant in one of these facilities, because there's sometimes you know you can go a whole period of time where you don't have any acts because you know that, that's just the the, the the part of the nature of the beast of in in terms of bringing artists in or or you know uh, you can go through you know four five six months without bringing a, a, an act into a facility. So, how do you keep people gainfully employed? Uh, so having a, having an anchor tenant keeps keeps you know keeps full time jobs in this facility keeps the lights on. That's what I, you know, uh, I remember the president of Live Nation saying that thank you know thanking thanking me one day say hey thanks for keeping Hamilton Hamilton that you know at that time Cops Coliseum thank for keeping the lights on at the Cops Coliseum it, it it keeps people gainfully employed uh, and and allows to have these acts to come in. Uh, um, uh, for, for the,
0: you know, uh, when they do come in, um, anyway, uh, but Ma- Michael, there's another side to that too. And again, this is one of the things that I'm seeing from some people's comments again on social media, on Facebook and Twitter and things of this nature, that if we move to a smaller arena, whether it's going to be 10,000, 12,000, 6,000, whatever the case might be, some people are under the impression that means we're not going to get any more concerts here. And that's, that's a falsehood. Uh, London has a smaller arena than First Ontario Centre. Some big names play London. Garth Brooks played London. I know we played here too, but Elton John just played the arena in St. Catharines. I mean, for heaven's sakes, uh, th- to suggest that the lights are going to go out and we're not going to get anybody of any consequence here is really a fallacy.
1: No, if anything, I think we're probably losing acts because of the the, 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 the facility. I've been involved, uh, you know, in Montreal. I was involved uh, with with a build building a public private initiative in Laval, which has been extremely successful, um, and and we we uh, we actually focus. One of the focus items was 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 the facility and creating an environment that was more attractive for artists when they did come in, whether it be for artists' friends and family or, or just the way they have it today instead of, instead of having a change in a, in a hockey dressing room or, or the like. So, uh, you know, artists have choices where they want to play, uh, the reality is, is that Toronto is just down the street. So if an artist has a choice, you know, a large artist has a choice. That from a logistics standpoint, they're not going to go out there and play Hamilton one night and leave and go play, uh, uh, you know, a Scotia Bank uh, uh, place the next, uh, the next day. They'll 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 play two days in a row. It's it's you know in Toronto, and and uh, because the facility is better, uh, better equipped, better rigged, uh, more modern. Uh, and, and the likes. So, you know, the goal here is to try to create something that's modern, that, that, that's great for the fans, also great for the artists, and, and be able to, uh, so less, less sometimes is more. Uh, and if you want to have bring 17,000 people, there's a beautiful facility down the street called Tim Hortons Field uh, where you can have, you know, you can put 25,000 people in there and, 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 uh, and, and do it right.
0: Well, and we also know, having talked to people at Live Nation and, and others, Spectra, and, and, and through the years, uh, some of those larger acts rather place arenas or, or, or uh, stadiums in the summertime in the nice weather anyway because they can get the larger crowds. And that's an opportunity that we don't seem to be cashing in on, too. I, I want to talk about time frames because I, one of the things that's sticking in my craw, and I'm not saying, hey, it's got to be Lime Ridge Mall or nothing, and neither are you for that matter, but... Uh, the, the, this, I know there are some councillors that are really married to this idea that it must be downtown absolutely positively, but the logistics of this Michael seem a little problematic to me. Uh, first of all they're gonna have to find land someplace and that might require expropriation, it might require land sale, and they haven't talked about how much that's gonna cost. Uh, they ha- think from the Ersten Young report it might cost about 120 million dollars to build an arena down there. I don't see or hear of any other private sector partners stepping up to say we'll help with that. And I don't think any taxpayer here wants to be on the hook for 120 million dollars all by themselves. We've we've been down that road before, and that's that's going to be somewhat problematic. What you're offering here is to step up and say, "Look, at I will partner with you guys, and I'll write a check for this to try to defer some of the costs for taxpayers and take some of the long-term costs over in the arena too." Have I yeah, got that a, right?
1: Yeah, that, that's you, you make some good points, some valid points. Uh, the the one. You know, certainly, certainly going forward, it's not going to cost it's not going to cost the city any more money because I, I, I'm taking on the I'm taking on the responsibility and the risk of of managing managing the arena. Uh, granted, I'm not going to do it myself. It's going to be in partnership with with a Spectra, uh or the likes. Sure. Um, you know, so so and 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 they've they've you know uh they they've they in live nation and they they've expressed interest and want to do something uh together uh now they're they're being you know they're they're being contracted by the city also and and they're 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 there to consult the city as well uh the earncent young report to have a downtown precinct you know it, it in all intents and purposes makes a lot of sense um the issue is cost and the issue is timing uh, there's nothing wrong with having a, you know, I think it would be great to have, you know, between York and Bay and, and, and James and and, and York uh, to have, uh, you know, that type of precinct. Uh, but there's, there, we've got, now they're, they're talking about expropriation. That's going to cost a lot of money and, and, and moving things around and environmental. Uh,
0: well, and time, could, Michael. I mean, if there's going to be expropriation, yeah. there's the possibility of court challenges. And and timing. Okay. timing is important to you.
1: And that's and, and but that's exactly what the councillors were talking about yesterday. They say you know the, a lot of counselors says there's no way we're going to get this thing done within five years. Uh, you know, and it's uh, the LRT was supposed to have a shovel in the ground by 2019, and I think we got two months left, le- less than two months to get a shovel in the ground. I don't see that in, happening in the near future. Uh, but and that's just the reality uh, uh, of it. And I, and I and I think we got to be pragmatic and about it. The other aspect is the Ridge Mall. Cadillac Fairview is you know in my opinion, they're a local hero. they're They're the largest employer uh, in, in the city of youth. They're the largest taxpayer. And in this proposal, they're actually donating the land uh, in, in in a form of a one dollar uh, a year lease to the city uh, for whatever we're gonna 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 you know it could be twenty, it could be forty years, uh, it could be sixty years. I mean, that's that's something that we, we sit down and discuss. But that, then that, that's, that liberates, you know, uh, First Ontario Centre is on over four acres at York and Bay. That liberates the city to do whatever they want with that, including selling it or developing it, developing it in partnership with somebody else. And that the, the revenues from that would be more than what their contribution to the arena would be. So at the end of the day, you could do it right and actually cost taxpayers no money. Uh, you know, and that's 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 why I, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint and from a tax dollar standpoint. It makes so much more sense, and you get something shiny and new in 2022 versus, you know, and you don't have to upkeep First Ontario Center for the next 10 years, which is going to cost tens and tens of millions of dollars as well. So, anyway, I'm, I'm just rambling on because I'm pretty passionate about I'm it. Sure, you are. But at the same token, I do totally respect whatever the city wants. Uh, I, I've I've always tried to be collaborative and cooperative, and and at the end of the day, I'll be totally respectful of what they want. My concern is that uh, you know is that it's, it may take. It may take ten years before we do that, and I think that's going to cost taxpayers a lot of money and then from a fan's perspective, it's not something that we're going to be very proud of, just the same way that that you know opening night uh, Scott Radley wrote that article, which was yeah. a bit embarrassing about the warts of first Ontario Center where where the elevators and the escalators weren't working, which is something I you know don't want to advertise uh they're working now by the way so for for those of you who want to come to first Ontario Center, watch uh, Bulldogs play on Saturday and Sunday, you know.
0: We're welcome. <laughs> uh, I got about a minute left, but I want to get your comment on one yeah. other thing that I've raised a couple of times uh, when I've done segments on this, so Michael. Uh, you are a very successful businessman. You've been doing this for a long time. You've been involved in negotiations for many, many times over many, many companies. The city obviously has a process in place too, and it's usually done behind closed doors. And in other words, confidentially. Uh, I'm getting the sense that cause there's a number of councillors here that want to do these negotiations with you out in public. Are, are you comfortable with that?
1: I I I like I like an open forum. I, I mean we don't have to I mean negotiations should be done in in, in private. Uh you know I mean the, the, but at the end of the day it has to go to a council. But I'm open communication is is the best way in my opinion. I think you know you want if you know, you're trying to be collaborative, you're trying to be you know uh uh we're all trying to do the we should all have the same motivation and then, you know, so that way nothing gets miscommunicated. I, I've got no problem with that. I, 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 know, I, I, I personally, uh, you know, people warn me about Castle Marula. I personally like the man. Uh, I, I, he's, he's, he, he's to the, he's to the point. He said, I don't want this to cost taxpayers any money. I, I don't want to subsidize, uh, entertainment and sports. And I think we got that in common. I said, I don't, I, I don't think the city should be, uh, subsidizing that. So, uh he just comes across a little bit more to the point and people probably liked it to be but at the end of the day uh, i've got no issues with being open about it because frankly this i got no hidden agenda it's it's and i i want people to know what what's going on
0: michael uh they've got some more information in front of them as you mentioned they've uh, sent staff away to crunch some numbers and uh we'll see what next steps are uh thank you again for the time today i know we'll stay in touch